Perfect. Uh, who's uh, who sang that? Just so I always like to. Know well, I think that was a little Richard. You're probably right. It sounds very little Richard. I, I know, Richardy. I, my my next door neighbor when I was a child, Carl Bernstein, used to. He and I used to sing it together. He could play the guitar uh, very very well. I think he's still a good guitarist. Uh, and uh, and he, he he would play it, and we would uh, we enjoyed it. Not as much as I enjoy in my life now, because I have my wife now. The investigative but, uh, journalist that is Carl Bernstein. And on that note, I want to welcome everybody to the abridged version of the Saturday special of the world, according to Ben Stein. I want to welcome the rumblers, the ranters, the truthers. I want to welcome everybody. Uh, thank you all for all the support. BenStein.substack.com. That's BenStein.substack.com. Why does it have to be a bridge? I didn't ask for it to be a bridge. I mean, we had problems getting it started. That doesn't mean we have to be a bridge. I missed out on something. Wait, wait, wait. why is it abridged? Oh, well, it's, uh, you know, it's not abridged. Well, we started 10 minutes late, so it's... I know, but that's... But a bridge usually means intentionally. A short version, yes. Yeah, it usually means intentionally. This is not intentionally. Definitely not. And We We want our viewers and readers and everyone to know that we love them and we will we would stay here in a blizzard naked to get to through to them could you bring me some a wet towel paper please after I, 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 somebody spilled soda on my desk i think quadruple b is actually in that uh, conundrum right now being in big bear with five feet of snow uh but i want to welcome everybody to the world according to ben stein of course he's a economist, multiple Emmy Award winner, speechwriter to two presidents. The list goes on. He's an icon. He's an iconoclast. Most that important, is a very, very good, very, very good use of words. Most importantly, he's a husband. He's a father. He's a grandfather. And second, most importantly, he is the doctor, Benjamin. Well, I am the doctor. And I have been trying to figure out a way to reach into the clouds and get all the moisture out of it. Put that moisture on top of the Sahara Desert where they need it and could use it to grow crops and do other things that Arabs do so well. So so, so for people that are not familiar with this, we were promised uh, a thousand year drought by uh, a thousand year drought by, by, the, by, by the same by the by the so-called environmentalist experts who, of course, use this as a way to control us and uh, to take over our lives and not let us have gasoline powered cars and Things like that. That's our pure nonsense. I mean, gasoline-powered cars are the bits nest. By by Moonbeam. And uh, we were promised that we would have that that drought. And, of course, in that time period, since we would have this massive drought, Ben, uh, so the people that are not familiar with what's going on in California right now, it's freaking cold and it's raining. It's fucking cold. It's 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 literally the the the, the every road is backed up with water for the most part. It's uh it's hell. People are without power. But in all that time, what did he say? This twenty years ago, at least. Oh, Weber Moonbeam. Yeah. Oh, I think more than that. Yeah, it's got to be. I was, but, but the environmentalists sure have been saying that we're in for a thousand year drought that's going to end life in California for just, well, I don't know for how long, because I remember I was a high school boy reading articles saying we're heading for, for sure for a new ice age because the automobile, always a villain, even though people love their cars so much, always a villain to the pointy headed intellectuals. I, I, uh, I, oh, I was going to ruin the atmosphere and keep the sun's light from reaching the earth. That turned out to be complete nonsense. 
complete. Imagine, Ben, uh, if we, uh, instead of building that bullet train to nowhere uh, in the high-speed rail, we've had enough water this year if we had reservoirs to last us a good 20 years. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's insane. It, 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 they obviously weren't planning or thinking ahead, and they were listening to these crazies, you say, female or whatever, woke female environmentalist, college students is what you say, college students. And instead of building reservoirs, but so yeah, well, or desalinization plants, I mean, with the money that is wasted here on all these uh, nonsense fake environmentalist projects, they could have built desalinization plants. I mean, Eretz Israel, tiny, tiny country compared to California, has built desalinization plants that keep it virtually independent of uh, rain and other climatic events. So why can't California do that? Uh, absolute idiocy, Ben, and your and the destruction of oil and, and energy and uh, yes, yes, and why and why why do the environmentalists hate the oil industry? Because they think of the oil men as being big dick cowboys, but they can, can handle guns and are not afraid to fight with their fists. And this is a very scary prospect to the uh, pointy-headed intellectuals. I like that. And uh, very, very well said. And I think so much of that uh, is uh, is ruining our society. So much, so much, so much. So much. Well, I, 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 I'll have to lay this out on you because after all, here we are. We're not getting paid. We might as well have fun. I think the whole thing is a plot to have the government control us. And they have to say we have a crisis and the crisis is we are going to have a thousand year drought. And therefore, we need government control of every facet of our lives. Otherwise, we're all going to die of drought. And so every all these things are done are done in the name of helping us. And in fact, what they really do is give government more control over our lives. I mean, I don't want government to have more control over my life. I like having my wife have control over my life. And he's saying it perfectly because, I mean, and as I, I'll say it over and over again, I believe, uh, you know, I brought up that word beta testing, but uh, the COVID, the pandemic, supposed pandemic was used as the ultimate form of how much they could get away with, how much they could uh, rule over us, dictate over us, put us in curfews. And sadly, so many Americans, other than you and myself and a few other people, they didn't give in and drove and drove many places and lived lives while this was going on. And obviously, we're referring to California. I know other states weren't as, uh, but the draconian measures that they put in the great state of California were insane. Insane. And one of the worst was wearing masks. Wearing masks basically takes away a human being's personality. I mean, if you cannot see a man's or woman's or non, you know, can be, can be bisexual too, uh, uh, face, you don't really know much about that human being. Whereas if you, have the person's face open and available to you, you know a lot about people. You can pretty much judge what a person is like by looking at his or her face or like non-linear, like, or they can be transgender, anything like that, LGBTQ, anything they want. But you have to be able to see their faces to know who they are. You're so outdated. You missed a couple of... Oh, really? What did I miss? I have no clue, but I know that you're... Th uh well, I'm sure I'm. I, I know. I know you're three short um, of the uh, of the uh, of the full uh, conversion list.
But uh, it's it's very frightening, Ben. The uh, and it, well, it, the whole world today is very. And, and I was I was thinking about that so much though, because we constantly were talking about abroad and other things, and 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 you've brought up so many times on the show the death of the Constitution, and the death of free it's speech. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. It's, it's happening right now, and it, midway, mid mid midday, they change. They keep on moving the goalposts of what is actually racism of what is this of what is that every day there's a new there's a new uh there's a new goalpost set for what's going on and it's really frightening times because as we've said people do lose work they do get fired they do lose relationships over I, I've, I've certainly it, lost a it, lot it, of work people people lose a lot and it's not and and it's not something to be taken lightly no 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 the constitution is the greatest document ever struck off by the hand of man at any one time. So said Gladstone, the great English statesman. Now, we are having people who are at war with the Constitution right now. Uh, and um, that's kind of scary. We have a lot of people at war with the Constitution, specifically, as you mentioned, Judah, about free speech. I mean, I would like to have free speech. I don't like, excuse me, certain phrases and words. I don't like people calling me a kike. I don't like that at all. It happened to me when I was a child. I didn't like it. I certainly don't like it now. Uh, and I don't think African-Americans like people using the N-word, which I'm afraid to even use on TV or on the Internet for fear of being canceled, although I guess I, I'm already canceled in a way because I don't get paid by this. Uh, but people should be able to say what they want. I mean, they should not be able to incite others to murder or rape or set fire to theaters or synagogues or anything, but but the free speech is the cornerstone of a great democracy, which the United States of America is. And to take it away because a few cranks find it offensive is insane, and especially the N-word, because I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge rap music fan, huge. In fact, I, I could sing you some rap music songs if you want me to, but I'd have to have some notice. And uh, I uh, a lot of them use the N-word, a lot of them do. Do you see them dying because of it? You see, has any one person in America died by being called the N word in the last, I don't know, eighty or ninety years? And maybe never. I mean, you're, listen, you're 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 bringing up uh, you. Uh, obviously, you've been writing about this. You've been talking about this for over fifty-five years in so many different forms of media of what's been going on. Not just with the with, with the black community, with every with ev with everybody. You've been you've been writing about this stuff for a really long time. I, I read you what Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, uh, uh, what he said and what he wrote. And oftentimes on the show, one of my favorite things to the people that are listening or the first time listeners to the world according to Ben. Well, I'm sorry, Leo. We put everything in historical context, and we put everything. So I'm losing you a little bit here, my friend Judah. But but it's your internet. We don't. Your internet's a little slow again. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I have everything about me. It's a little slow, but I think we want the people to have free speech. We don't want people calling people horrible names. Yes, that's true. That's, And I think people who call people horrible names should be uh, uh, shunned and chastised by the rest of society. But to, for them to lose their jobs, lose their livelihoods, lose their friends, lose their families, that's just nuts. I mean, that, that is absolutely nuts. I mean, I've had people within my own family shun me because I even asked a question 
about whether a certain park in South Carolina was integrated for a long time or whether it was just a recent development. A very, very a person in my own family whom I loved like he was like he was a son to me, uh, shunned me for just asking of a park where we were playing had always been integrated that art and what happens to recent development. So there you are. I mean, that's just, uh, that's how crazy things have gotten. And I think this is a plot all along. I, mean, I think the enemies of, of freedom in America have, have, are so clever and so devious that they think of all kinds of evil plots all the time to get around us and to make us plots, so to speak. But uh, one of them is to say that if you use a certain word, then you're not quite human and you don't deserve any human respect. That's not absolutely not true. I mean, I know people who are just incredibly wonderful, brave people who fought for this country in World War II who uh, used uh, the N-word routinely. And uh, they, they, I don't like the music and I hate it. Even when I was in elementary school at Parkside Elementary School in Silver Spring, Maryland, that my fellow students used to call black people by the N-word all the time. And I would get into fistfights with them when I was in fourth, fifth, sixth grade. And as I said, you should, I don't want you calling them that. How would you like if they called us wiggers? And uh, I've never, I, I still hue to that thought. I don't want people calling people bad names, but I don't want to lose free speech under the Constitution. The Constitution is incredibly valuable. It's much more valuable than a group of dopey college girls being upset about a word it's not even i mean obviously it's not even close and uh scott adams who thank god has uh made made a lot of money and uh doesn't necessarily need to worry but as you know it's not always about money and nobody wants to be called a racist he simply was listen everything's in context and i didn't hear the way he was what he was saying all you know all i know is by reading it and Fox News calling him a racist. I don't think he's a racist at all. And he was simply doing what we do here sometimes is, is, is we show stats. And he was reading off statistics about a poll that, Rasm that Rasmussen did. And Rasmussen is one of the best pollsters in America, one of the most accurate pollsters in America. And he extrapolated from the post certain thoughts and it's sentiment that we've had here certain times on the show that what we what could we do to help the black community at this point? It's on the what black can, community. Absolutely. To, to absolutely. help to help the black community. I didn't hear it. So I can't I don't know how he said it. He's obviously a, a, a cartoon. Right. You know, he's written cartoons. So I'm sure he's in a sense sardonic or sarcastic or could say or there's a certain tonal thing. And when you read something, obviously, but he gets fired the next day and, and, and good on him for not bowing down. He uh, bowing down, bowing down and apologizing. He stood by what he said. And, yeah, and the data is so absolutely overwhelmingly clear about African-Americans and their situation. And uh, I, I don't think the point is to ignore it and to say, you're you're a son of a bitch and a racist for noting that it's true. But it is true. Black people in this country are largely disadvantaged by themselves. I mean, that's that's a sad thing. I mean, yes, of course, they were originally kidnapped and taken away from Africa by Dutch people, English people, American people. But uh, now they have uh, much better lives and uh, they still are fucking up in a lot of different ways. But some of them are doing incredibly great work. I mean, they're like everybody else. There's some great ones and there's some not so great ones. 
you're like everybody else. But to pretend that they are uh, all saints and that we are, are scumbags for pointing out basic statistics like the rate of crime in the black so-called community as compared to the white so-called community, that's nonsense. I mean, what, what, who, who is going to help blacks if we pretend that they don't have problems that need to be helped? And let's go to the most obvious example. Who protects the blacks the most of anyone? The police. And yet the police get yelled at, called names, and the police are going out there and risking their lives every day and every night to protect the blacks. And why are we yelling at them, screaming at them and demonizing them? I, I, it's, you know, I used to have a drug counselor when I was in rehab when I was younger. And he always used to say to me, reality is something that doesn't like to be ignored. And I remember saying to him, why not? <laughs> well, that's and, a good and, point. And, and, but I'm saying that's how we live as a society right now. How many people, they re- ignore the reality of, of so many, not just this, of so many situations, Ben. They ignore the truths in front of them. They ignore the realities that are staring them right in the face. And that, that we're, we're in this situation because if you quote stats, they, they, I mean, the arguments against when they say, if you quote science or, and my favorite thing, you have so many great quotes about science, but it's, uh, it, they're all about science, yet it's not proven. It's bunk science. Going by their metrics of science, Ben, we should be dead. We should be in ice. We should be all, or we should all be, be dead. Or we should be, be dead, in, yeah. we should be like, uh, it, it should be 150 degrees outside. One or the other. From ice to 150 degrees, the death of the world in 12 years. No statistics, no science on that. Just well, there's made up science. I had a, I mean, there's made, there's made up science. But as I've said on this show many times, the last time the Steins or any of our relatives saw scientists in control, the scientists were pointing left to go to the gas chamber and right to go to be slave laborers. So I know, I, I, I mean, you can call something science, but science is, is simply a, a, another word for knowledge. And, uh, Knowledge is uh, is knowledge. We we know that the black community is in terrible trouble in many ways. In other ways, they're doing fabulously well. I mean, they're doing incredibly well. I, I was at a really nice restaurant near where I live in Beverly Hills. I used to go to that restaurant almost every day when I first moved to LA in the 70s. I never saw a black person there ever. This time, it was very largely black people. Black people are doing great if they work, if they get education. If they are heart disciplined, they're the same as everybody else. But if they screw up, then they're the same as, as white people or Dutch people, I guess why Dutch or white or Asian people. People who don't work, don't study, don't learn anything, they get screwed over by themselves. But you're completely right. But again, on the same thing, it's like if we were to say to somebody, so for just, just to reset a little bit, if you're listening, if you're just in and you're listening to the world according to Ben Stein, and we just we're we're freezing over here in California. It's 44 degrees out. It won't stop raining. It's it's the roads are literally flooded. There's trees all over. A tree in my building fell over. Uh, my friend has power out, and it's it's again. It, we're, we're, what we're talking about is is reality that doesn't like to be ignored. These things that they they, they continue. I always bring up the guy from the from the uh, Seventh Day Adventist, uh, William Miller, I think his name was, that he kept on predicting that Jesus was going to come, and every time he predicted, you know, and he didn't come, more people came, 
And a religion was created out of this. A religion was spawned out of this. And then he said, well, I read the, I read the, the line wrong. And it really is, Ben, it's the religion of the left. It's the religion of the left to, 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 use, to use words like racism, transphobic, xenophobic, all these different, especially with the weather and so many things. It's all a religion. Right, it's a religion without really facts or instead uh, dogmatic belief. So I, let's go on to the next subject. I'm, I'm sick of hearing about this. God bless us all, I say. God bless black people. God bless white people. God bless my wife, the world's finest human being in the whole world. Uh, God bless her. God, okay, next God up, your pal Warren Buffett delivers clear inflation warning, slams uh, disgusting... Uh, uh, business disgusting business leader behavior on an, an annual letter. So he's uh, raising the inflation uh, warnings to people. And uh, as you're a Warren Buffett fan, obviously, and a friend, uh, it's uh, something and you want to talk about the economy, I know. So uh, well, I, why, why, why did Mr. Buffett say uh, that this was issuing this warning right now? Uh, it, 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 I think because his annual report came out or his... Oh. Uh, well, I think we now we already have inflation. But I th- I believe if the statistics I read are correct, inflation is subsiding, not uh, gr- not getting gaining strength. And I think it has to subside because uh, the Fed is still creating money at a rapid rate, but not anywhere near the rate that it was during the pandemic. I mean, the pandemic got everything all screwed up, and uh, it's still largely screwed up. But uh, I'm not quite sure why Mr. Buffett said uh, that it's, he's so worried about it right now, but I will read the report. I am a very, 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 very small stockholder, so I will get the report and I'll read it. I figured you would have seen it. Okay, next up, China. Oh, we, I'm we, so we, glad we, you brought we, that up. We, we, uh, we, the, 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 what was it? We came within 500 feet of them with, with a jet uh, today or yesterday. And this is really, uh, I, I keep on thinking of... Uh, the Barry Maguire song, uh, Eve of Destruction. And we've discussed this before, but it's like uh, what this administration has. And I keep on bringing, I, 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 I can't. I uh, can't come on, say, get that out. Get I, it out. I, I can't say it enough. What this administration has done to our foreign policy worldwide and allowed these brutal dictators and villains uh, from Kim Jong to the Ayatollahs to obviously Putin to all these different people. And now you have China really stirring the stirring the pot. Yeah, well, there, well, China's a China's a very dangerous place. I mean, they they I, I happened to see online yesterday a uh, segment of China's anti ship missiles uh, created. I'm I'm understanding to sink our incredibly expensive and valuable aircraft carriers. They have created a weapon. Uh, I forget it's, it had a long long name. Uh, which can fly up into the air at Mach 10, that's 10 times the speed of sound, and then open up and shoot about 10 smaller missiles out of it, each one going at roughly the same speed, and each one with a nuclear warhead. And that one of those, and there goes most of the American fleet. And if they did that, that they would be dominating, I think, the whole uh, Western Pacific, at least, and also it would mean nuclear war. So I'm very scared that the Chinese have weapons of this kind. And I hope we have something that can shoot these things down. But I doubt if we do. And uh, it, it's just terrifying how powerful the Chinese have become. It's terrifying how powerful the Iranians have become. I think I told you the other day, Jordan, it's well well worth remembering. It, it, 
unless it isn't, I hope it is, that uh, we have a really scary. When I was a lad, we had the Cold War. We had two countries basically that had nuclear weapons, us and the Russians. Now, the whole, whole world is exploding with countries with nuclear weapons, some of whom we know to be very bad actors, like North Korea. So, uh, and I, I suspect Iran will soon have one, although we say we're not going to let them have it, but uh, I hope that's true. But uh, gosh, there are a lot of countries out there with nuclear weapons, and just one of them can start a chain reaction that would pretty much end life on the planet. No, you're you're 100% correct. And it's amazing that uh, a little more than two years ago, none of this was happening. Absolutely none of this was going. No. That, that, I, I'm going to have to differ with you, even though you're my very, very, very dear friend. I, but, but I do this, not in any sense blame Mr. Biden for this. I, I think I, people thought he was going to be really, really weak, but he has not turned I, out I to totally be really, really I, I have no, How are you saying this? Let me ask you a question. Three, two. Should I said already a number of times on this show, but, so but, you, don't, you don't need to ask me how I'm saying but, it. I'm but I'm saying, saying it. Two, two years and four months ago, Kim Jong wasn't shooting missiles. There was no war in the Ukraine. Oh, yes, oh, yes they were. Oh, yes, they were. Yes, sir. North Korea has been shooting missiles out over Japan for a long he, time he now. He stopped shooting missiles for about three well, he years. Have, he, he's done. Ben, they've done ben, it for a long time. Ben, if, you, if you Let me just say, let's go back to what we were saying before. Do you have any data that says that because President Biden is president, that has made the North Koreans or the Chinese more reckless? Uh, Ben, you know, I I, I can't, Ben, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm speculating. I'm going on what I'm, what I'm witnessing with my own eyes. And I'm going on what I've witnessed for the better part of two years and change. We left Kabul, we left it in a mess and the rest of the world has gone absolute batshit insane. We did with all due respect, with the greatest possible respect. Uh, I don't. I think you are engaging in what we call the post hoc ergo propter hoc fallacy, which is to say that what well, because something happens and something else happens, uh, the second thing is because of the first thing. If you want to say that about it, but I think you're being very unfair to Mr. Biden, who is obviously not my favorite human being by a long, long way, very, very long way. I think I don't think um, I'm being fair enough. Uh, All right. Well, God bless you. God bless you. I think I'm being I think I'm being way too kind to the situation that's going on in the world. Uh, It's it's very frightening, Ben. What's going on? And this listen. And I I said this the other other day to you. When when was Crimea annexed? It wasn't annexed during Trump's administration. It was it was it was annexed during uh, the word is annexed annexed. with 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 uh, with with Obama. We we had four years, Ben. Three and a half years. Where we where he dropped one one Moab in Syria and there was calm and quiet. We got the Abraham Accords and within two years, a little over two years, we have all these crazy players acting. Okay, out. again, again, if I may respectfully say so, that is the post hoc ergo propter hoc fallacy, and uh, it's it just you can say it all you want, but uh, I don't think that it's true. I mean, we know that the Chinese have been in case in super hot, very fast, very intense building of uh, extremely dangerous missile and anti-ship missile systems. 
And I don't think uh, they started doing that when Mr. Uh, Biden became president. But if you want to think that, go right ahead. No, no, I have. I mean, Ben, it's been going on for two years. So it's been no, going oh, on. Oh, no, that's not. That, that ben, really is not. That, China has had a huge anti-ship missile program for What I'm saying is they've been flexing their muscle for the last two years. They've I don't been recall. They've flexing their muscles I don't for a long recall, time. Really? So they, they, they've, been, they've been doing what they've been doing for? Well, they've been flying very close to U.S. aircraft. For a long time now, and that's a way of flexing your muscles. I tell you what, you know, you're not going to persuade me of this. And you're not going to persuade me. So there we are. <laughs> there we are. There, there, well, there, there, there we are in that. I just I, listen. I just don't see how the world's a better place right now. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according. Well, the better I'm, place for me because I have my wife. Well, I understand that. I uh, and you're a very blessed human. If you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Uh, what would you like to talk about, Ben? I would like to talk about the fact that I think it is very important that people get married. I'd like to say that some of the people we know who are just wonderful, wonderful people, wonderful people, and we, one in particular, that Judah knows who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say her name, but we both love her to pieces. And uh, we don't, she just had a baby. We don't understand why she doesn't get married. Now, she's probably not watching this show. In fact, I guarantee you she's not watching this show because she's a red-hot Bolshevik, and she wouldn't watch this show if I gave her a million dollars. But I think people who are married have a better time in life, and I think you, Judah, should get married very soon. Have you ever been married? No, I, you know I have not been married. Okay, well then I, look, look at look at what a great life. Here we'll do the post hoc ergo propter hoc fallacy. I am married, and although I have many, many, many other things to thank for the wonderful life I get to lead, having this wonderful big wifey at home every day is just fantastic. It's just unbelievably great. It's fantastically wonderful. And I strongly recommend to people that they get married if they possibly can. And I think in this big city of LA, where there's so many lonely people, that it should not be that hard to find a wonderful woman to marry. I, I just have no interest in really getting married. So I, just the hockey well, wait, that's... Th thank you for the sentiment. No, I've been, right, well, ben, right, marriage well. isn't for everybody and everybody does marriage differently. It's not, it's not for everybody. Uh, the person you're referring to seems to be very happy. Uh, I'm not. All right. Know, okay. Judah, that's a good answer. I, I'm, not, good answer. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, Judah, I'm that's going, a very good answer. I'm, go, I'm going with my anecdotal data of. Judah, uh, that's a very good. That's a very and, good answer. And that's listen, a good answer. And statistically, answer. times have changed. The younger generation is not getting married as much as in the past. Uh, I, I think that's a good answer, but I, I, I don't understand why. But uh, I do. I do take your point and I believe it is a valid point. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact, I mean, you don't, people don't get a fact. When you live longer, it's a little hard to say in the 1950s or, or till death do us part might mean a little longer than it used to. Just, just I, don't know. I can just say that the, as I look around the world and my the people I know, uh, the ones who are married are generally happier than the ones who aren't married. Now, we I may know somebody that you know, I don't want to bring up his name. That's been married a couple times. I know a few people, uh, but I know somebody that you know that are absolutely that are absolutely miserable. That, I know. Well, that, we're not going to count that person. No, no, two people. But um, I'll tell you after the show. And um, yes, that 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 are not living their uh, that that are not living their 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 happiest of lives. 
But listen, well, not- I agree. I agree. And I, and I will say this to, to, to back up your point, Judah. I happen to be married to a saint, a living, breathing saint, an actual goddess. Uh, and uh, so very, very few people get to be married to an actual goddess. And and uh, so there you are. So I, I think your point is well taken. But uh, I would say if anyone out there <clears throat> finds <clears throat> a spouse, potential spouse, man or woman, bisexual, anything, that's a saint, go for it. And by the way, somebody asked, and by the way, if you are in the comment section, Nick and Elderwise and the number one Smith and PA uh, go to all you have to do is go to the um, the box next to the dollar sign and put um, the comment in because it's a lot easier for me to see it during the comments than it is for me to see your um, your posts during the show. So and we love doing and we do love seeing the post. Some people agree with us. Some people don't disagree with us. But at the end of the day, you're allowed to agree. You're allowed to disagree and you're allowed to question. I think questioning is 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 extremely important. If it, very if, important, and I think Judy, you corrected me, and your point is very very well taken. And I think I've made a mistake, and you are right. There are some people who are just not suited for marriage. I agree that you're you're totally right. And we and also I, and, I was wrong. and Ben, you got to remember it's a gener it's a, it's really a generation apart. Uh, we don't know what people's childhoods were like. We don't know what we don't know what damage. Well, I know what my childhood. But I'm not referring to you. You're referring to the next generation. Uh, we uh, now now I know of three people that are on. I'm thinking of three people that I know. Okay, who are they? That, that were, I'm not saying their names on. Yes, yeah, you have to say their names. Yeah, that 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 would work out perfectly. But everybody's got their own journey. And uh, if at a certain point somebody decides they want something, you know, God bless them. If somebody, it, it, there's there's a there's a lot of variables in it, Ben. I just don't. That's true. That's true. I think I, your point is well I, taken. But I will say again, in my although you're you're exactly right, some people are not made to be married. Uh, my uh, when every night the goddess, as we call her, the saint, and I, and our nurses watch Perry Mason. And I cannot tell you how much pleasure I get from that. I can't tell you. You can't imagine how much pleasure I get from that. Now, I have other friends who are wonderful girls, who are wonderful, wonderful people, and I like to spend time with them, too. They're wonderful, wonderful people. But uh, I'm married to a saint. I, I agree with you that you are 100% completely. Uh, like I said, everybody's got everybody's got a, a different uh and, and listen, it's not as easy as it once was. Uh, it's not as easy as it was. In your time, you had a lot more, there was a lot more availability to being single and finding people. There were a lot more, it was, it was a society that was, that you had opportunities to meet different people from all walks why, of life. Why, now, now we're getting into something. Why is that? I mean, I, I, I mean, there, well, first of all, where, where do people meet? I don't know. See, I met wifey at a very uh, nice uh, party at the U.S. State Department. That's my point. You were at but, you. That's my point. Surely there are nice parties now. I'm surely sure, they haven't stopped I, having parties. I, they're very. I'm sure many parties these days are very tribal. I'm tribal. Sure Oh, oh, here we go. Your racism again. <laughs> exactly. Yes. As far as politics goes. But obviously, with people not going to church as much or, or synagogues as much or certain places, people are less likely to 
And, and I got to be honest, I got to tell you something. I know people I've never, I can't remember the last time I've known somebody. Can I have a cup of water, please? There used to be the days when people used to say, I'm going to set you up with, with so-and-so, where you had friends that would do that. I haven't had one person in a long time say to me, and I know a few people say, hey, Judah, I know this is a nice person. Why don't you two go out? I haven't had that happen. Before. That actually is a very good point. That's a very good point. I, I don't think I ever had that happen once in my life. Oh, wait, 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 wait. When I was a much, 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 much younger man, and I just moved from Washington, D.C. to Brooklyn Heights, uh, which is a very fancy part of Brooklyn. It's not like what you think of Brooklyn as being. It's very fancy. And uh, I, uh, my sister fixed me up on a date with a very nice girl whose father was one of the most famous lawyers in New York. And I, I, she wasn't my type. Uh, she, for one thing, she wore an enormous fur coat on our first date. And, and uh, of course, now that I think of it, my wife has a 10 fur coat. But anyway, um, the, uh, uh, but anyway, but, but uh, you're right. Nobody, nobody ever says that anymore. Why, why is that, Judy? You're part of that generation. I'm not. I'm an no, old it's, man. It's, why why ben, is that? Can I tell you something, too? It's Listen, it's very hard for you to understand something, such certain things, because you're one of the most generous people. So you. and you don't live in a constant state of fear. And the reason. Oh, I believe, yes, I do. No, 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 no. Let me. Can you please let me finish I, of, of this certain thing? Uh, I didn't say you don't live in gonorrhea. <laughs> exactly. But if somebody said to you, well, you had well, well, you were in the business and you were going when when you when your connections were your connections. And if somebody said to you, hey, Ben, I have, and even today, if people say to you, hey, Ben, I have a book idea. Can you read it? You generously read it. They'll send it to you. They'll send you scripts. They'll oh, ask God, you, Christ, hey, don't, don't anybody send me any books or scripts. No, 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 no. But I'm telling you, <laughs> but you do. And you come from a time where but people in this, in this town are terrified to help people out because it's the thought that if I help you out, somehow I could get hurt by that. Not help, not, not that it'll help me by helping you. I could actually get hurt by that. And it's well, you could waste your time too. But but it's an extremely selfish thing. This 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 idea of not of not wanting to help people. I think not, that's true. Uh, I, I wonder if that's true though about the fix-ups. That's a that's a really really good point. I'm going to ask my sister. Um, I have a sister. She's very very smart and she's a wonderful sister. Really really the best kind of sister you could ever want. And uh, she, I'm going to ask her about that about fix-ups. Because uh, she lives in a world, she is, she's 82 or 3 now, I think, or 81 or something. But uh, she has a lot of younger friends. I'm going to ask her about that. You see, here's very, a perfect point. Very good I, point. That's a very I get along, good point. I get along perfectly with your sister and, and her. And You've never brother. met my sister. Funny. And, um, and uh, when did you meet my sister? At Tommy's wedding in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Actually, never mind. Okay. I, I get along swimmingly with your sister. And right. Melvin, and not once did she say, you know, in my synagogue back east, there's a perfect girl for you, Judah. Uh, but my point being is, you know something, Judah. That's that. That is a very good point, and I'm going to mention it to Rachel tomorrow. And and I'm not saying this in any knocking way. I mean, she might be. She, your sister's on the other side politically than than I am, and you are obviously. So I could see her saying, "I got the perfect girl for you." But politically, and you guys think differently, and that, and and that's something that has really changed in our culture. And you and that wifey is absolutely true. That's you, a you, very you, good point. That's you a and very wifey good point. haven't aren't always lockstep on certain issues, 
politically you're not you're just you're you're just on certain things you're definitely not but that didn't matter love my wife's a saint but love overcame differences of opinion and differences of philosophy that no that, that is something that doesn't exist anymore as much anymore it it it's it, it's it's a very frightening thing the other day i i was i it was it, before the the mobile started out here and you were trending all over i was terrified of the guy in the dog park because he's in the you know on the social media stuff i was terrified that he's going to be like you know cuz he he's the one that doesn't want to um you know, thinks all Trump supporters or people that work for Trump should never be hired again. Forget about I don't have a relationship with him, but our dogs, oh, like yeah. our, our, our dogs like playing together. And I was like, terrified, like, like, is this going to be an issue at the dog park? And this is what I have. This is what people go in these days thinking about situations that used to not exist at all. Well, I think there's something to that. But uh, I have to say, I, I think your point about uh I know about how nobody wants to fix anyone else on a date is a very good point. But I will I will say, if I may, uh, I think people generally want to fix a woman up with a man who's got lots of money and you don't. So that's a big problem. Well, thanks Whereas, for revealing that secret to everybody. So now I have no. I, I said lots of money. I said right. lots of money. You but, have obviously I happen to know you have a very big apartment and a very lavish automobile. I happen to know that. I happen to know you go to very nice restaurants. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you're not a Rockefeller, but you live a very luxurious life. So. Yeah, help, help me, help, help you can, make it, make it, make it a little more, uh, you know, if, if a woman's watching, make it a little more uh, appealing, uh, I, Judah Friedman. But I will tell you this, you know, can I tell you something, Ben? I, I, I mean, it's from the bottom of my heart there, regardless, at the end of the day, I, 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 I'm proud of friendships and I'm proud of the, fr- I, Sorry. You're proud of what? I'm proud of friendships. I'm that guy friends. at the park? I can <laughs> no. tell he liked you. No, no. I want to say something. I, 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 I want to say something you. very nice. And I texted him this this Ben this morning, and he totally did not respond to the text. I, I haven't where, seen where, it at all. Where I, I, where I thanked you from the bottom of my heart for the three towels you gave me yesterday. Wait a minute. It was and more than three. It was four. It was four. It, but one was not new. Three were brand new in the package. And I, 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 it was, it was a really nice gift. It was just, it really meant more than it. Well, it's I, my pleasure. Because I, I don't, and I'm not a splurger. And, and, and I, so that, and my mother sent me head and shoulders in the mail. So I want to thank my mother because the price of head and shoulders has doubled, but it's those little things, Ben. And I think uh, well, I am flattered. And I thank you. No, but I think uh-huh. people have, I think there's something that has, I don't know. There's been a societal breakdown where something happened it's something when it really askew ben and these simple uh platitudes and pleasantries no longer really exist for many That's well right. let me just say if i may respectfully uh, senator that uh first of all judah although you claim to be low on money by the standards of most people in the united states of america you lead a life of extreme extraordinary luck. I do. I never said that's it. You what, said it. I uh, never said it. You said it. Okay, I, okay. So that's, uh, so, uh, yes, you're not as rich as Michael I, I, Milken. I'm, but I'm, you very, live I'm a life very blessed of, human. Yes. Well, yes, you are. You really are. But the, uh, let's just say, if I may, I do think when Jews, which we both are, are wanting to fix girls up, I think the first thing the girl wants to know is, does he have lots of money? And, and uh, that's because what's the Jewish girls are like. That's why I'm married to a Presbyterian. 
we're both going to hell. Um, uh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I want to welcome everybody to the world according to Ben Stein. And uh, Ben is a potster and uh, he's he's not stirring the pot. He's being honest. And this is stuff we talk about. If but that's true, Judy. You know that's true. You know no, no, true. no. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm reading what somebody said in the rant. But what I'm also trying say? to get, what, what did he say or she or but, non, I think non. somebody said Ben's stirring the pot. But I, I want to get to the bigger point of this. And my bigger point of this is that our conversations, Ben and I, very rarely have to do with politics. We'll spend a couple minutes on politics sometimes, but we discuss so much about life. And I think that that's something that is extremely lost is talking about people talking about what's going on, people talking about what, whatever it is, if you're in pain or physical pain, mental pain, whatever types of things, Ben, we've lost those things. People just aren't discussed. I mean, I, maybe they are, and I'm, but it doesn't. I think there's a lot to that, Judah. And I think you, you do not realize that you have just made, made a, an incredibly valuable point. There is a big, giant uh, vacuum of empathy. Yeah, it, 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 gigantic, it, gigantic, gigantic, gigantic. And, and I think so much of that has to do going back to what you said, which is the marriage thing. I think the breakdown of the American family, so much of that has to do with that. So you're completely right on the, your, your, your point about getting married and staying married is extremely valid. And the breakdown of God and marriage in our country, Ben, has done a real has had a real uh, death blow on on the way we interact with each other and uh i think that's a, these are good these are good that's, points. I, I don't have data I, I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to speak to my sister about this she will i mean and and to my wifey my wifey is uh knows a hell of a lot more than i do about social relationships i only social relationships i have by and large are with other men and uh so she might know something about uh girls being fixed up on dates i don't know i'll ask her she's i think watching the show right now uh well well we'll, i'll ask her and also she has an incredibly uh nice maid i'm sorry we have incredibly wonderful maid named jennifer but she's married she's incredibly wonderful and uh, we have a very very nice nurse named julia she she uh we'll ask her and she's wonderful. We love her. We, we're crazy about her. So we'll ask her. And uh, yeah, we'll ask we'll ask the people around us. We're going to get some data there. And, I, and if you just didn't, obviously, we're wrapping up this edition of the no, world. No, I'm program. not wrapping up. I'm just getting started. OK, uh, I got obviously I don't have a date, so I'm totally OK with that. Well, I don't have a date either. My, my wife. Well, I got to tell you, I, I have a great story and I can't share it, but I'll, I have to share it with you privately of, of, of a dating of a of a of a tin of a tinder experience this week um oh i don't know i want to hear about that i i've, I've never done that I, i'm married so i don't do any of these things okay uh, let me uh how do i say this i started talking with somebody and you ready ben because you yeah, I'm, I'm ready i'm listening i want to see you staring at me as i tell you this story in the in the and um she then mentioned that she was married i was then i'm not kidding invited over Ooh. Uh, and um i don't want do to get to, it's a family no, you do, do the wild thing it, with somebody watching and i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. you see you might have wanted to tell me this as we started chatting and uh i is this this wasn't in beverly hills 
Um, uh, no, this way, no, it was in Calab- 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 Calabasas or somewhere. Oh. And uh, I, uh, that was my uh, experience of the week was turning down uh, being a uh, part of somebody's. Uh, uh, Threesome. Threesome. Well, no, because that person wouldn't have participated, whatever, whatever the whatever the uh, it was, it was uh, it's awkward for me sharing this because I know my parents are listening to the show. Obviously, I didn't go. So you should be proud of me. Uh, but they're very you, proud of you all the time. There, there, there you guys go. The, 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 that, that was my the Tinder experience of the week. But Ben, getting back to it, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly about marriage. I think it's a beautiful thing. Listen, I have both of my sisters are married. I have seven nieces and nephews. I have almost, wow. I have soon to be seven great nieces and nephews. Wow. And, uh, and I come from a family that my parents have been married 56 years, I believe. So well, wifey and I have been married longer than that. No, no, no. They have you beat. They have you beat. I know that, but not by me. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's 56. Or, have you been married 56 years? Well, we've been married from 68 till now. So that's 32 plus 23. Uh, how many years is that? 32 plus 55. I guess yeah. you're right. They, they, and, and, and it's, uh, but it's not a competition. My, my point is I come from that stuff. And also, I think what we were talking about is is the, the lack of the father at home and uh, lack of, 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 of the nuclear family, Ben. And when you have a nuclear family, you're given some oftentimes many really good uh, lessons on living life. And well, I, I, I had the best uh, nuclear family in the world. My mother was extremely, extremely difficult. But my father was, I think, the best father there's ever been in the history of the world. Okay. Uh, I, I, and, and I have to say the same thing about mine. And uh, Tinder is for freaks. Thank you, Molten Salt. What is and freaks? What is, what is I, freaks? I, I don't, but uh, Molten, let me explain you something. All the dating apps are the same. You see all the same people on all the same uh, uh, different apps. Uh, I try to share a story as much as I can. I can't always get stories because uh, people will often be talking to me and stop mid-sentence because they've done a Google. So there you are. I want to thank the rumblers, the ranters, the truthers. I want to thank everybody and teach you that we could agree and we could disagree and uh, we could still party on. And people have been loved your rock and roll euphemism the other night on your uh, truth. Thank video. you, sir. Thank that you. Was, that, Thank was, you. That, that was that was fantastic. Uh, only Ben Stein can say that and, and get away with it. So rumblers, ranters, truthers, everybody that's new to the show. Welcome. Uh, we love you. And uh, again, I, there's a bunch of uh, emails uh, of uh, people comments. I can't see it. I have to constantly refresh. There's a lot of of stuff to do as I'm trying to talk. And it's only two of us. It's easier to fight when Mandy will be on Tuesday night, easier for me to do. Where is Mandy? Where Uh, is Mandy? She's somewhere in Mississippi right now. And, um, I love, I love, we all love Mandy and, uh, Peter off. will be back again. I love Peter. Yeah. He was was at the Washington Capitol game today. And, uh, there you are. Okay. On that note, I want to thank everybody. I thought we were going on for as long as I wanted to keep going. You were looking. Down. I want and I want to know why it is that people don't fix up other people on dates. Now you've got a, obviously a lot of uh, correspondence there, emailing you or texting you or something. 
ask them, truthers, why don't people get us men? Oh, I, I've been married. I can't be fixed up on a date. I am married and will be married till I die. What, uh, why don't uh, men get, or women get fixed up on dates now? What, what happened? I, I, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, I'm perplexed by it. I have, I don't just think it's with dates. I think Ben, it's with a lot of things. I, it's, I have a person that I'm very close to that, uh, that calls me quite often, uh, has a, has a, 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 a but never had once has his, his girlfriend or whatever said, and said to me, Hey, I know a perfect girl for you. Or we know that person that just got married that we won't talk. Is it possible? Is it possible they think you're gay? (laughs) No, they just had a child. She's of my age. She must have women friends. She's in. She's in a popular school. How come she's never said, "Hey, Judah, I got the perfect gal for you." And maybe they think you're gay. Yeah, Ben. I don't think they think I'm gay. But uh... (laughs) he get this all. He doesn't think people think he's gay. Oh, right. Of course, Judah. You know what the funniest thing is? Josh the Patriot, who uh, who usually watches the show, would be having a feel would would be loving this show because him and I uh, 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 struggle with the same thing. He and I, he and I, he, he, he and I struggle with the same thing. So yeah, I I I, I don't know why people don't do it. Uh, fear of uh, it coming back to bite them. And what if they, they're afraid that their their girlfriend will get a venereal disease from you? Very funny. That's uh, that's 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 very it's, it's quite funny. I'm getting Judah. I, Judah, I look. I, I, if I if I were, if can I, I tell you something? That laugh and smile you just had made my night because I know how uh, you need you much you you enjoy going out and how much you've been stuck at, at home. So the fact that you got that laugh, I am extremely happy. That makes my day. Better. I have I haven't been staying home at all. I'm out all day long buying groceries for my wife. I meant going on the long distance, but yes. yes. I have to study each vein and cell of every steak or salmon I buy for my wife. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. And the steaks are $32 a pound. And the the, uh, fish, what is the fish oil? $22 a pound. Raul, wake up. How, how much is a salmon? $22 a pound? Why, sir? 20 No, I think it's 20, I think it's 21 Anyway, Judah, I, I'm going to now make it a point to try to find somebody to fix you up with. You're very kind. Thank you very much. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Okay. Can, 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 does he have to be English-speaking? Or she, or she, or she, the she. She have been, have been English speaking. English speaking? Uh, no, preferably not. Uh, you okay. got any? You got any more? I'm trying to think of some. Well, who do we know we could fix you up on a date with? Um, I don't know, sir. All right. Well, my <laughs> very, very, my handsome, very handsome. What, Ralph? We gotta think about that one. We're, we have to think about that, but we'll think about it. We're going down to the desert tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. I have a huge house down in the desert. And at my huge house down in the desert, there is a very nice uh, restaurant at the club and a very pretty waitress 
who often waits on us, and we're, I'm just going to take her aside and ask her if she would like to go out on a date with you. Thank you very much. That's kind, uh, very kind of you. And on that note, uh, uh, we have officially run out of time. Ben has uh, got his giggles in for the night. Uh, thank God, not his shits. And uh, Ben, you're, you're 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 a gentleman, and thank you very much. And uh, I I, uh, I want to thank again the Rumblers, the the Ranters, and Hockey Love. Thank you so much for your well wished for your uh, thoughts. It means it mean, does mean a lot to me. Thank you. And uh, we will see everybody Tuesday night. Ben Stein. You can find him at Newsmax. You can find him, of course, at spectator.org and, of course, on True Social. Ben, please take us out. Give me that old-time religion. Give me that old-time religion. Give me that old-time religion. It's good enough for me. It was good enough for Moses. It was good enough for Moses. It was good enough for Moses. And it's good enough for me. Anyway, there's a lot more to it, but uh, that song, actually, my father, God rest his soul, used to say that in terms of saying that the way to uh, stop inflation would be to balance the budget. There you go. There you are, Herbert Stein. God bless you all. Have a great night. I still...